I don't know. You can't trust those bespoke monitors, so. <laughs> I don't trust any monitors. I make it a heart rate monitor. Like, that's something I can trust. Oh, my God. You can always trust your heart. Yeah. Can you? Are you going to be a big zone guy? Do Matt Wilper's uh, power zone classes? Is, Andrew, you, Andrew, can we retake this discussion? This is an F1 podcast, excuse me. <laughs> do you do you need a heart rate monitor to take those power zone classes? I never even I don't know. I, I don't know. But I feel like I the power zone is I think is targeted heart rate zone, so I feel like you would want it if you know. Yeah, maybe it? I need that. Well, I, I have a big problem here. I'm the only one without a cool headset. <laughs> Why don't you have one? <laughs> Where, where did you guys get these headsets? Did you guys go order to, them? Did you guys go to Best, Best Buy in South Bay together? Oh wait, I don't no, know. order from through work. Work, dude. Hold on, I didn't. Yeah. I don't have my beer. Be right back. It's called a procurement request. Oh my gosh! Purchase request. Purchase order, maybe. Let's not talk about work, guys. I mean, Rob's isn't even Bluetooth. He's wired in. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. But yeah. This is my old one. My new one's at work. I got Becky's new laptop here. You haven't even opened it? Oh, it's for her birthday. I'm going to wrap it up proper. Why does uh, Becky need a laptop? Online dating. Right. Uh, she does all her bespoke music on there, and her current one is... Wait, I don't know okay, she dude. She's gonna. I mean, she's gonna download a bunch of stuff on that new one. Yes. Like mess it up. Oh boy. I know it's her computer. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. She got a virus. No, her computer is just slow as molasses. What year? Well, is part it? of the issue. Part of the issue. Are we recording? Part yes. of the issue was she does use this. Um, it's definitely illegal. It, it oh, rips, it rips uh, YouTube YouTube That's not uh, videos. It, take, it takes the audio and then puts it on your computer. I've been doing that for years. But the real kicker here is it downloads it, saves it, and then copies a file to your iTunes. So she's just been eating through storage and memory by, by having duplicate. I, I deleted like 100 gigabytes of music yesterday, cleaning her laptop up. Why don't we get her an external hard drive, maybe? Is that an option? Yeah. You mean this? We've had this for a while. Sorry, oh, sorry. did I stumble tiny. into the did I stumble into the wrong video chat by mistake? Oh boy, Rob we, we wants talk, to get that. We, All right, fine. All right, All right, right. Get yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. sorry, guys, for just catching up. God forbid I give a life update. You know, yeah, well, oh, not that segment, are we? Are we? Or could, are we? Could be. All right, life updates. Go. With <laughs> 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 your Charlies. <laughs> All right, just in, just just intro us, Rob. I know you're busy. You have family. I yeah, get talk it. tires. Just talk tires right away. <laughs> everyone, everyone loves that. Uh, teams did have trouble turning the softs on at Baku. That was the, <laughs> that's the story of the race. Uh, why? Let, let's get. Why are we here? Huh? Race for Baku, Rob. Kick us off. Do us pod forty. Do it properly. This is yes. This is pod forty, and it comes after race four of the 2019 season. The pod Uh, turns forty, like Rob. (laughs) I am not (laughs) forty. Do with do what you will with those numbers. Uh, Unfortunately, we had yet another one two for Mercedes. I think uh, everybody's Mercedes is looking in the rear view at everybody else. 
And it's time. It's that point of the season. What do we have? Uh, next race is Spain, so we're going to Europe. I think it's a perfect pod to everyone take stock of their teams and be real about what's achievable this season and what isn't. So let's do that. Andrew. Yeah, so I mean, Spain is where the magic originally started this season for Ferrari, as, wow. it, as it usually does. It's a romantic city. Tapas are great. The um, whatever you, they have, Cava, I think it is, is flowing. What's going on with Andrew's hair right now? I don't know. It's sticking it's, straight up. It's a little messy. Um, He's in the flyaway part of the season. Something about Mary type of deal? I don't, oh. think, I don't think it – whoa, jeez. Haven't seen it, but – um, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think this new season, spectacles. Um. Yeah. Relatively. Uh, this is this is life update stuff. We're talking Ferrari, um, man. Well, no. The spectacles relate to Matteo Benotto. Also, has Benotto. A, also has awesome glasses. So that's the tie in there. Uh, I don't think. True. I don't think it can get much worse for my for my guys. Ferrari. Oh yeah. Why don't you talk to some of the other people on this pod? <laughs> for, oh, dude, McLaren's doing well. For, Ferrari's number two. Come on, don't be so. You want it to be number one, but you're number two. Yeah, but, but they've right. shown two of the they, two of the four weekends they've looked dominant in practice and quali- practice. Yeah, but you have to compare that to their expectations going into the season. So comparing that to their expectations, they can't do much worse. Fair. They're terrible. Thank you. They could do worse. Mercedes could... is off to the greatest start in F1 history, I believe, as a constructor. You can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Now, I think you are going to Confirmed. see. I think you're going to see a little bit of a comeback. I think Mercedes already has the constructors locked up, but I think no. yes, they do. It's over. Um, but I, I think I still have hope for Leclerc to to show me something this season. But realistic, they don't really have a chance. Hmm. Sorry, they don't. I think Leclerc looks great, and I think he's going to top Vettel by the end of the season. Agreed. I agree with that. Totally. I think Ferrari's going to win a couple of races this season, and then they will uh, rue the slow start to the beginning of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Could Ferrari and Red Bull be battling it out for a second? No. No, because Ga- Gasly is terrible. Dude, do you see him in qualifying? Dude. Yeah, he's, he starts... Yeah, what about him in qualifying? What did he do? He had the fastest lap. Uh, then he'd be in, then wouldn't he be pole if he had the fastest lap? Yeah, he got he got hit, had a little penalty problem, but that doesn't <laughs> take away from his driving. Did you even watch qualifying? I watched some of it. My I will. Yeah, I, I, I okay. Hold on, hold on. I got to talk tires because you're bringing up a tire point. Didn't he have the who, fastest who, who qualifying? Who brought up a tire point? You did. You did. By, by, in, implicitly, you did. did. Gasly didn't run in Q3, correct? Correct. He got the... Did he even run in Q2? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So qualifying was a time when the track was cooling down rapidly, which made it hard to turn the tires on. So there were faster times set in Q2 than Q3. He had the fastest time in Q2. Yeah, he didn't run in Q3. And other teams may not have been trying to do the fastest. All they needed to do was top 10. So you're you're taking something out of context. Okay, well, he had the fastest time in Q2. And I would say 
if he's a terrible driver, someone who can't compete, I don't think he'd be up there. So, so I, I think John has a valid point here. It, it, when you're looking at Q2, Gasly had a awesome lap. We can talk about the toe he got down the back straight, which obviously helped him. But when Gasly's on, he's a he's a good driver and can be up there with the uh, the big dogs. But obviously, yeah, setting that one stat without talking about the larger context of qualifying. Yeah, maybe cherry picking there a little bit. But I think Gasly, I mean, Red Bull has a problem with Gasly, I, I think. And we can discuss it in more detail. But when he's on, he, he, he can be really good. Okay, I'd like to go on record as saying you guys sound like Red Bull fanboys. And I want to go on record as saying Gasly sucks and should be replaced. When when has he been on? When has he been on? I I literally just said Red Bull has a problem with Gasly. Yeah, no, he, he <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob Rob is the most triggered by Red Bull. That that is clear. But I would like to ask: When has Gasly been on? I have never seen him on. Well, I, I we might have to look at last year a little bit. Um, but I and think, also his karting days. Q two, Q two, he was on. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, he had a what do you want me to say? We haven't seen it in a race. He's yeah, he been a, really he bad. Had, he, he was good in the race. This, I mean, his car broke down because he um, a part broke underneath the car because he hit a curb, but he, he was doing very well in this race. Uh, you guys didn't even watch the race, did you? I mean, that's what I get from this. You didn't even watch the race. John is so triggered by us crap. But I mean, you're, you're just not... You, you guys are—you don't even know what happened. That's my problem here. Uh, I do know okay. what happened. I yeah. Okay. All right. I don't. Uh, let's let's move on. I guess for the time being, I'll talk about McLaren, my team. Uh, I am very encouraged by McLaren's pace this season. They've been up there, the fastest or one of the fastest teams in the midfield. More consistently than any other team, Renault looked really good and Haas looked really good at the first two races. The last two races, they haven't looked good. Um, Alpha has had a glimmer in Baku. Uh, Racing Point was the best of the midfield, but McLaren's been the most consistent, and I feel great about it. I think that end of the year, they will be number four. Who? McLaren. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they're pretty consistent. I mean, and um, I thought they were pretty impressive. Their straight line speed was pretty good. I think you saw that. Um, I think they're got a good. slippy car. Yeah. And I think Norris is actually pretty impressive. And then you've got a, a pretty solid sign. So that's a, that's a good, I mean, they're definitely better than Haas for sure. Uh, you never know what you're going to get at a Renault. And so I, I think I totally agree with you. They're, they're the clear number four. Which is a very nice surprise for you, I, w- I would say. Feather in my cap. For sure. Um, <clears throat> so, now that Spain is the next race in the European... Although, wait, do we, are we wait. completing the teams here? But those are our teams. We want to talk about it. other teams? I guess we should. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, do we, do we, do do we actually go into Red Bull in detail? And then we talked de- about Gasly. Detail you know, for me. I want to uh, give a quick shout out. So from a Red Bull perspective, um, things are not, they're, they're kind of as expected, I guess, slightly under expectations. Gasly's been a, a disappointment and he needs to pull it together. We, we don't need to belabor that point. 
But on the flip side of things, I'm going to give a little hat tip to Verstappen here because the major criticism he's had over the last couple of years is he crashes a lot and lacks consistency. And that's, I would say, I just described the consistency element and no crashes is described as year so far. So Verstappen is on point. I think as Honda gets better and better and Red Bull gets better and better, pretty exciting stuff there. Gasly, Red Bull may need to demote him at some point. I think uh, how can how can Rob destroy Verstappen here? I would like to say Verstappen has had collisions that didn't result in spins or race wrecking incidents. He hit my man signs, but I will say that he has he has had, and this is the highest compliment I can bestow. <laughs> he has had an Alonso type season thus far in what he's doing to the car versus what his teammate is doing to the car. It's like they're driving two different cars. He is putting he puts himself in the top four and and by the indication from the other Red Bull driver, it's not a top four car. So kudos to him. I hate the dude, but <laughs> he's driving really well. All right, I'm gonna uh, one more uh, different team I, w- I want to represent, although I'm not a fan. So that might play into my uh, analysis here. But you have to be really disappointed as a Renault fan, right? Oh, devastated. Daniel Rick- Red Bull would be I mean, so good with Daniel Ricciardo right now. And he must be, I mean, I know he was said he was and still is playing the long game with Renault, but I don't see how they're ever going to be better than, than Red Bull. And what they've done so far this year is downright embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the new Fernando Alonso without a championship, too. It's pathetic. Uh I think we got to give him a little bit of a break. He is getting on top of a different car. He says this handles much differently, brakes much differently. Uh, I saw some improvement in the last two races, so I think he... I mean, can, can I please... like, If, if we're going to destroy Gasly, we have to destroy Ricardo on, this, on the same token. They're getting well, used to different yeah, cars. But, well, but, but Ricardo's finishing ahead of his teammate, whereas Gasly yeah. is getting his... Ricardo didn't finish, he didn't finish the race. My point is both Renault drivers are finishing way down in the standings. Yeah. Well, so that's a car issue, though. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying from a yeah, team perspective, John is it's saying, embarrassing what John is, John is saying that we should just dump on Ricardo because he's on Gasly's level, which I don't think no. is fair. False. No, no, but I'm saying... He would. I think we all agree he's underperforming this year. Is that shout fair? Out, thing? Shout John out to thing, if you give if you give Ricardo the benefit of the doubt for adjusting to a new car, you have to give Gasly the same nod. Shout I mean, out to I mean, Pam, that, that's, who's a fellow. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to Pam, who's a fellow Ricardo fan. And look, I'm just going to sh- defend Danny because I like him, and hate on Gasly because he's on a crappy team. <laughs> my defense so yeah, here's the thing you got john i know you're getting upset about us making fun of gasly i'm you know i'm not a red bull hater rob is that's clear i i am a <laughs> just a bystander i observe i make comments listen that's that's what it is <laughs> that's fair that is a fair statement yes do I, true do i like do i like max i don't like max but i will agree with rob uh full heartedly that he um, he's shown me a lot this year. I think he's looked great. 
I think he's a clear competitor for my Ferrari uh, drivers, which is a little bit scary, but he's there. He's definitely there in a, in a worse car. Um, and I also agree that Renault's been terrible, but I don't think we can say that. I, do you really want to compare Daniel Ricciardo to Pierre Gasly, and you think that they're in the same boat? Okay, get, get, and give me a minute here. No, of course not. They are not the same driver. Well, I'm going to have to splice in what you said earlier then here. Everybody here knows what a Ricardo fanboy I am. So, like, that, that's obviously we're not disputing that. But we can all agree that Ricardo is having a, a, a horrific season. I think Renault is having a bad season. And Ricardo is driving a Renault. Is that is? Can we say that? No. Okay. And and I, I hate to bring this up. Ricardo literally backed into someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was that, bad. What do you what? That's John's point. Ricardo deserves some criticism too so far. Yeah. He's, 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 he does. But he, he hasn't finished three of four races. But he would deserve. Yes. He would deserve more if his teammate was was doing well and he was just you know and he was not finishing any of these races right like it's well i mean yeah okay yeah i mean they, they, ricardo and hulkenberg have the same number of points yeah gasly has twice as many points as ricardo and now we get back into the car right. all right let's leave it there um a couple other teams i want to talk about uh, i think um I'm gonna let's just punt on Williams because it's. I, I uh, have something to say. I'd, 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 I'd also like to make a point. Here. So <laughs> wait, wait let, let me finish. Um, <laughs> Alfa Romeo. I think if you're an Alfa Romeo fan, you're pretty pumped this season. Kimi Raikkonen is an absolute stud. Same number of points as I believe those two uh, Renault drivers who and theoretically Pierre. have yeah and have Pierre better. Gasly. Yeah, Raikkonen. He's a picture perfect driver for them. The one criticism I think Alpha deserves so far this year is they probably should have kept Ericsson except instead of Giovinazzi because at least you then get Ericsson's money to go into development. Um, unless Ferrari is giving them a lot of money to take on Giovinazzi, it's not a not a good look for them to have a zero point uh, Antonio sitting on their roster. Yeah, he looks yeah. terrible. He's uh, he looks awful. Um, they never show him. Yeah, um, yeah. Kimmy has the same points as Pierre Gasly, thirteen. Yeah, Kimmy Reckon is awesome, which is much less than Max Verstappen at fifty-one. Just saying. Max Verstappen uh, and Vettel have pretty much the same points. So. Anybody else want to do any other team recaps? I think yeah, I want to be an interesting. I want to talk Williams um, and wow. just say like while we are all laughing at them that they, they can't even do a lap within what like a two seconds of anybody else. It was just two years ago that Sauber was also the laughing stock, and now look, Charlie just did a Alpha Sauber recaps talking about, hey, awesome team. So Williams, Williams is a storied team. I wouldn't write them off just yet. Um, I will take on Racing Point. Um, Sergio Perez had an awesome result at Baku, but. I think that's kind of a standout track for him. He he was uh, he was the only one outside the big the big three to grab a podium last year, and it was at Baku. Um, so let's call him a Baku specialist. I think two years in a row, maybe. Um, couldn't say yes or no, I but so. I I will say like 
they were not looking good the first couple of races of the year. They had a pretty good result at Baku. Um, what's that? What's that little spoiled rich boy? Um, Stroll. Stroll. He, <laughs> you know, he's maybe not as bad as I thought previously. Um, he's not as good as Perez, but he's not a total joke. I, I don't think th- I think that they are kind of finish six or seven or maybe eight this season. Just call it mid midfield. I'll call him. Stroll came in third for 2017. Yeah, that was that freaky race there where Hamilton and Vettel were hitting each other and Yeah. Danny Rick won. Anybody want to take another team? Haas? Haas. Haas, Haas where, sucks. Where do we go? Um yeah, they have a total Grosjean. of, total of eight, that. eight points, all by Magnuson, zero by Grosjean through four races. I don't think you could. Uh, I don't think uh, you could. You could picture a worse start um, for Haas, who is who is going into the season, you know, probably thinking that they were going to be the number four team. And they looked the number four team on the first race or two. Well, in in Australia, they had some kind of like uh, one. Of the t- they had a tire a wheel issue, just like two years ago when they infamously lost yeah. like fifth and sixth place because they're they didn't put their wheels on properly. This year, they had a yet again problem. Um, and I've heard in the last couple of races, I think it was two races ago, or maybe just one race ago, prior to Baku. Um, they qualified pretty well and then had terrible race pace. And then in Baku, they didn't even qualify that well. And I think Gunter Steiner said it was something about they were having a hard time getting the tires on. Wow. Um, just quickly, I would like to dedicate my performance on this podcast to Aaron Senna, who died this day in uh, 1994. So, I Props. Yeah, pouring out. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to restart then? Because you might want to do it over if you're dedicating this performance. Um, anyway, wow, <laughs> um, yeah, like to... you're just laughing at the legend. So okay, not yes, the so, not, yeah, not yeah, the legend. To be clear, all respect due to to Senna. Um, <clears throat> do you want to here's a little bit tough, here. Tough first name. Tough first name. <laughs> I, if, all of a sudden, the uh, the guy that the Suns drafted in the NBA popped into my head, and then, then I totally got lost on whose first name was who. So, let's go with Santa. Um, so, uh, I want to do a quick shout out to still living people. Uh, oh wow! To uh, Ryan Morrissey, Trevor, and LVL, our biggest fan, newest fans, our biggest and newest fans, um, biggest newest fans. I, uh, they have floated an idea by us and I'd like to incorporate into the pod moving forward is just outside fan questions that are peppered at us that we address on the pod. So I'm encouraging the fans, send us your questions. You have our contact information. If you need to go to uh, f1newsletter.com, the f1newsletter.com, we have a contact page. We get those as well, despite the website being pretty outdated. Um, so yeah, it's like a, it is a, a 2017 race schedule. Did they still. did they have any questions yet? Well, um, we actually yeah. started a Slack channel all about a work Slack channel all about it. Um, and there, yeah, some good questions in there. 
Let's hear the, it. The, the number one question was, what does this guy Rob actually look like? <laughs> <laughs> We should Maybe. do a we should do a video pod. Devastatingly good looking. <laughs> do you want a full body or just a headshot? We can provide both. Trevor was, potato body. Yeah, Trevor was asking for a full body. Definitely. <laughs> Glamour shots. Um, all right, so new top. Moving on here, I want everybody's take on did Baku live up to expectations? So I I gone I went into the weekend. I I loved it. Baku. I love Baku ever since it. Uh, enter the yearly calendar. I think it's the picture perfect street circuit because one mistake you're in the wall, but it also has long straights. There's plenty of overtaking, unlike um, something like Singapore or Monaco, where it's like if you make that first turn at first, you're pretty much in first. This is things change over time. And then obviously the all added element of, of crashes make it super exciting. So I thought qualifying was pretty spectacular with uh, that one corner taking out both Leclerc and um, Kubica. And then the race, um, I thought it was pretty good. Some Some of our newest fans thought it was a boring race, but I thought it was a pretty good race despite, and I thought it was good that there weren't many crashes and there was still plenty of overtaking and kind of tense moments. Yeah, I mean, um, I had this conversation with some of our newest fans, and I, I said I thought qualifying was awesome, um, and I thought I, personally, I thought the race was really good. Um, there, there wasn't as much passing up front as I think newer fans would hope for, or as much carnage, um, you know, via crashes and whatnot. But the the battle um, of Lewis and Botas at the end, I thought was, was really good. And, and um, Leclerc making moves to come back, I, I thought what was really interesting uh, as well. And what I said to the newer fans was, you know, you're looking at a Netflix show that's 20 condensed, you know, minutes of action pat racing races just aren't like that. So you kind of have to readjust your expectation for each race, but I thought it was a really good race. I thought the beginning of the race, there was a lot of close racing and action, and there was so much of it that it was actually hard to focus on a battle and and see what was happening and see it through. Um, <clears throat> rain or a safety car provides so much spice to a race. When you don't have them, it's a big step down in terms of the drama. Um, I didn't think there was really any drama um towards the end of the race there i guess there, there was the lewis botas thing but you know I, teammates racing each other doesn't get me as excited as you know somebody on worn tires be going to be overtaken by another team for the race win or something something like that so i thought it was one of the weaker bakus that i've ever seen what is this year four of baku uh, um and but but you know, I agree with what Charlie said. Baku is a great race, so not not a great Baku, but a pretty good race in the course of the season. So, yeah, I would say not 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 the best Baku if we could go that far. Um, I would like to you know thanks Rob for having us over. Great race watch, hat tip Annie as well. Mm, yes, um, the um, the eggs were phenomenal. Couldn't have asked for better eggs. Your your wife called it the best top five breakfast of her life. 
I could, she could have like had some kind of drink <laughs> on breakfast in bed. Bizarre. Um, maybe I think Ty the cat made it all the more memorable for her. <clears throat> but what do you do? He's just sitting on perched above. Got her. as close as possible. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you guys. I think you know. I think the the course is awesome. I mean, that one turn right past the castle that that's so tight and it just shows you how good of drivers they are and how a, a slight miss like what Leclerc did can cause you to crash. Um, I think you know Ferrari's strategy was relying on a safety car that didn't come. I think if a safety car did come, you would have seen some of our casual fans be a little more excited and perhaps Rob as well. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there was some good, there's some good passing at the beginning. Um, I think I was certainly amped up to see what Leclerc could, could pull off. And I was pretty disappointed after he made his stop, got on the new set of tires and basically didn't even try to push it all. And I heard later that he said the team just told him, don't even, it's not even worth it. You're never going to catch him. But I would have liked to see him a little fight there to make it interesting. So anyway, I mean, fastest lap was kind of cool. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I guess that was fine. Yeah, I th- I think that the fastest lap has been a unmitigated success, and the drivers love it, and they're all like radioing in who's got it and how can we get it, you know. And that's the one point that separates Valtteri and Lewis right now. Fastest lap. It's cool. I remember. I yeah. I, I remember it used to be um, once they got into that you know, the back room, they would always look at the monitor to see who got the fastest lap. So I know they always cared about it, but now that there's a point behind it, it's kind of just an added thing that now all the fans are aware of too, which is, it does, makes it nice. Absolutely. Sick. Way better than that double point, double knobby thing they tried to do a few years ago. This is way better. I don't recall that. What was that? Double points uh, at Abu Dhabi. Oh, oh, yeah, for the final race of the season, like a jackpot. The That's stupid. Remember that um, uh, alternate qualifying method they tried last year? No. Yes, that was like so races. bad. That was so bad. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you you like start to get cut in the middle of Q two. Yeah, yeah, they gotta I, stick to the basics. Yeah, so, it's so dumb. We gotta revisit that sometime. John, you may want to revisit your uh, headset, office space, because you are you are echoey. You sound like you're in a cave. I think it's the headset, to be honest. Oh, wow. Bluetooth filling you? Um, so a couple <laughs> other things I want to talk about. One is expectations for the rest of the year, and I want to have Andrew kick this off first. Oh, what? But um, is it time we readjust our expectations and things that we're looking forward to to say it's going to be Red Bull fighting Ferrari as opposed to Ferrari fighting Mercedes, and then from a titled perspective, stop thinking about Vettel versus Hamilton and start thinking about Botas versus Hamilton. Are we at that point yet, or? Yeah, I, I mean, not. I think it, I think it's pretty clear that it's certainly a two-horse race between the two Mercedes drivers right now. I, I, I do think that Ferrari still has a very good car and that they'll figure out some. Of, they're really making just just really basic mistakes with tire strategy. I think more than anything else, more than having a bad car so i think they'll figure that out i think they'll make a push i do think at the end of the season you're going to see a clear division between ferrari and red bull um my biggest surprise is that i feel even though the points still have vettel above leclerc 
I just feel that the fight from Leclerc is much stronger than Vettel, and Vettel seems to be making way too many mistakes for the veteran that he is, and kind of taking himself out of some races. So, um, that I think he's me, struggling with tires. He said that. He said that, and I did, that to me is just it's very surprising. Like he just he seems like a different driver than last year. Um, I don't know what's going on. Well, I think Hamilton's also struggling in a way that he hasn't in years past. Um, and I think some drivers are just better at certain aspects of hand. Like they, they just do better with certain car aspects. And I think this, this car, these tires favor Botas more than they have in the past and disfavor Lewis. Could be something similar for Vettel. I do want to say, I don't think the season's over, Andrew. Don't give up yet. Vettel's only 34 points back from Hamilton. Because it's one point back from Bota. So, you know, if they had a double retirement or even a single retirement and Vettel wins the race, he's ten. He's under 10 points behind. So, you know, yeah. if things happen, you know, yeah. the last year Hamilton didn't win. He had a bunch of retirements, zero points. So that happens. And it happened yeah. to Vettel last year. Yeah, a lot I of actually think the, the inter... The competition between Botas and Hamilton is good for Vettel in particular. I mean, obviously it's not good when they're finishing 1-2, but when we get to those races where Ferrari has the better car in that race, Botas challenging Hamilton I think will be good for Vettel because I'm not ready to take Botas serious yet for the world championship. I think um, obviously he's been quite impressive this year, but... I don't know if he has that killer instinct when the pressure really starts to mount later in the year and you have the expectations of it on your shoulders. So, Given that Botas has the championship lead right now, um, does Toto call over the microphone, the radio, and make him give up <laughs> positions to Lewis still? Or No. I think, I think it's going to be a, a um, Hamilton versus... Uh, Nico Rosberg type of scenario where it's like you two race each other, do not crash, and we're, otherwise we're going to be pissed and have to do team orders, but race each other. If if I'm Botas, if I'm Botas is like manager or life coach or whatever he's got, I have him watch that. What was it? Twenty the twenty sixteen um, Abu Dhabi finale where Lewis disobeyed orders, he like stop backing Nico up into Vettel just stop doing it and they kept escalating at first it was toto then it was whoever's above toto coming over the radio and hamilton's like i'm fine i'm fine i can i've got it and say like this is what championship drivers do valtteri do not listen to team orders that's what i do as his life coach free tip valtteri if you're listening this part probably the smartest thing you said on this pod What about okay. the part where I trashed uh, Red Bull? <laughs> no, that's dumb. All right, so good segue into the last thing I want to talk about is uh, I'm starting to get – I'm not even a Ferrari fan. Talk, speaking of team orders is my segue. I'm not a Ferrari fan, but I'm starting to get pissed at Ferrari as using Leclerc as just a guinea pig slash sacrificial so, lamb for Vettel. And it, it's really pissing me off because so, I, I agree. I think you said it earlier, Andrew. Leclerc looks like a better, more instinctual driver right now that can go get them points. But what about the last race makes you say that? This past one? Yeah. Baku. Um, nothing. I mean, the fact that in free practice and he was, he was just faster all weekend. Um, 
obviously he ran into he ran into issues. Yeah, I think, but, and he had that he had that bad mistake. The issue being a wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he made he made a mistake, but but um, um, I think yeah, I, I agree with you for the first three. I think the last one's hard to say just because he made such a bad mistake that totally changed the strategy. But you're right, the first three races. Talking I about mean, a body of work here. Yeah, first three races, Ferrari did. I mean, they they're treating Vettel like the clear number one, and I think I don't think they were prepared for how much of a challenger Leclerc was going to be to Vettel so early on, and I think they're they're kind of scrambling to figure out how to handle it. So it'll be interesting to see. I think over the course of the first half of the season, how does it, where, where do they end, and um, maybe from the points perspective as well as from the team orders perspective, what are they doing there? John, are you, are you just are you just out? Are you just, <laughs> just on mute, not even gonna talk? Okay. We're done. Going to some quick up life updates that Rob kiboshed earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, Rob, take it away. Um. Well, we're getting ready to move to Newton. That's all two weeks, two months away. Uh, the painting of our new house is complete now. Um, so what's on your list of things to do? Just like pack up everything, right? Anything else? I mean, we still have to line up the whole purchase. I need to go talk to banks, see if anybody will lend us money. Hmm, uh, that kind of stuff. Figure out that the mortgage um pack up stuff hire movers we got we've got on the third floor we need a, here in charlestown we need a crane to get some of our things out so we have to use, hire professional movers um yep yep uh this coming weekend let's see no, I don't think. Oh, have have I uh, have we potted since I went to Niagara Falls? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, this coming weekend, we are going away for a big birthday for my father-in-law, Don Helm. We're going to a destination he doesn't know about. So, on the very, 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 very off chance, <laughs> uh, he listens to this pod. I'm not going to disclose the location. It's a surprise for him. I will say it's about a five-hour drive from. Charlestown, Mass. Can you write it? it? Niagara Falls. <laughs> Can you write it on a piece of paper and hold it up? <laughs> yeah, yes. please do that when you're giving other live updates. Um, um, yeah. So that's my that's my big. I have a lot else. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm going away to Charleston this weekend. Looking forward to it. Not Charlestown. Charleston. Maybe we'll stop in Charlestown on the way to the airport. But Charleston, um, some nice second anniversary, some nice restaurants are, have been planned. I think a bike tour and then around a golf. So need a couple days off from work. Really looking forward to it. Uh, fly off Friday afternoon, get back Monday night. You going to check golf clubs? I don't think so. I think I'm just going to rent a pair. Set. Set. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need more than two, my friend. This is a pitcher putt. <laughs> Driver putter. It's all you need, right? Um, let's see. What else? We had a nice weekend last weekend. Uh, played some golf in, in some horrendous conditions, but it was fun. And then watched the 
the Bruins game. So a lot of good Boston sports going on right now. Um, maybe you guys might want to touch on how you're feeling about the bees. I don't know, but uh, that's about it for me. Why are you holding up your shoe? I just got these shoes. I haven't even worn them yet. They look nice. Thanks. I put the answer in the chat. Um, I will take the opportunity to talk about the Bruins. They're down 1-2 in the series against the Blue Jackets. It's been an entertaining series. I think that some of their top people, I hate to do it, but I'm going to call out pasta here, haven't been as good as we need. And that's been the difference. The fourth line has looked awesome. Carlo Looks like a stud D-man. Sign that guy to a big extension. Um, I like Krug, but let him go. Grizzlick is the new Krug. Um, I need better production from the top line of Marchand, Bergeron, and wherever they put Pasta, he needs to step it up too. That's going to be the difference in this series. Write it down. That's good. Okay. Well, uh, at some point, I think we're going to need to address your gulping, Andrew. You have... You have crazy gulping. <laughs> you can hear the. Oh, you now you hit it well there. Um, That's just, so. I didn't know anything different. I'll, I'll piggyback on the Bruins. Yeah. Wait, think, we already um, heard your life update. What? We already heard your life update. It has to do with storage of Apple <laughs> songs on an Apple. Okay. Um, I'll piggyback <laughs> on the Bruins here. The. Yeah, I really lost my train of thought with this whole <laughs> Apple thing. God damn it. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. No. Um, my life John updates. just taking himself out of this meeting? Yes. Well, I, I don't I don't want to mess up the audio. So no, I'm not no it's anything. only when you're talking that it's <laughs> cavernous. Um, well, this weekend, headed to New York to visit Sean and Katie. I think we're going to do a little gardening down there. Are you Watch taking Ladybird the- with you? Yes, naturally. Um, watching the Kentucky Derby. We continue our training with LB. What happened last weekend? Yeah, golf was good. I shot the best round of golf, well, nine holes in my life. Shot a 42, so shout out me. Um, and then the other big life update is me, Zabos and I joined a basketball league officially, BSC yeah. in Wellington. Um, we won our first game last weekend, so congratulations to us. Uh, yeah, I got the whole squad back together. Very fun, very legal. I think we're going to go to night shift after the game this upcoming Wellington, weekend. So. Ev- Wellington Everett? Yeah, the BSD up there. Oh. Yeah, it's a good time. My, my neck of the woods. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I do want to... What, what, what did you say? Great league. A lot of fun. Glad we got B-ball back on the court. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's good. Uh, and then I'll go back to my take on Boston sports. Celtics are pretty exciting. It's going to be back and forth series with Milwaukee. I hope Boston two, comes out on two top Two blowouts. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's the NBA for you, I guess. The Bruins, I'm a little worried. I think um, I, I'm I'm interested in the Bruins putting Bacchus back in the lineup to get a little bit more physical, you know, play a little heavier game with Columbus, uh, put pucks on net, cycle a puck, get in deep, you know, stuff like that. All the cliches um, of hockey. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that was the joke. Um, but I think Bobrovsky might be in the Bruins' heads a little bit. I think they're trying to be a little too fancy to get some, something by him. Uh, and I think it's it's kind of reminding me of what um, 
uh, the Capitals goalie. Capitals, yes, exactly. It reminds Holtby. you exactly Holtby, yeah. Holtby would just get in the Bruins' heads, and then the series would be over, and it reminds me of that. So a little worried. It's, it's 2-1. It's no big deal, but I don't think they're, that. I don't think they're being trying to be too fine. I think Bobrovsky is just playing really well, but I'm not concerned yet. Yeah. All right. John, what's, what's going on in your life? Not much. Just uh, potting with you guys. Tried to pod yesterday. Didn't work out, so doing it tonight. Should we get oh, the airing okay. of the grievances going? Yeah, John, don't do this. Let, let's let's end here on a good note. Let's not do this. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I don't want to mess up the audio, so I'm not gonna, not going to talk. I got no, your talk. audio is fine. Your audio is fine. No, no, no. Fine. That's it. No updates. Not doing anything. Come on, well, do, I, it, do it for Pam and David, please. Where'd you go last weekend? You went somewhere, right? What'd you do? Went to Newport, traveling for work tomorrow, back Friday. Where are you going? Where are you going tomorrow? Minneapolis. Oh, sunny Minneapolis. Not St. Paul? Nope. Minneapolis. <laughs> good. Okay. <laughs> what airline are you flying? Delta. It's oh, a good airline. It's like one of the best, in my opinion. Well, they have really good cookies. Those are terrific cookies. You, you will not find a better airline than Delta. In- Everyone uses those cookies now. It's not a Delta thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Those, uh, like the, it, it, what, what's the flavoring? Cinnamon? Cinnamon ginger? It's a terrific cookie. Something like that. I would put John on the no-fly list right now. <laughs> yeah, well, John, what, what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I... I I clearly told you my hesitation. Your audio is fine. You know I can do wonders on the back end. No. (laughs) And and now full circle, Andrew Andrew can do wonders on his Apple computer, which I just bought a new one of. Wow. What a... a, I was going to say phrasing for Andrew. I'm in the flat circle. Does your wife not listen to the pod? Wow. Uh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, no, my wife does not listen to the pod, unfortunately. I keep berating her about this. But what I wanted to ask all of you was, I have gone on to Becky's phone and subscribed to the pod, so at least we get the download. Has everyone else done that? And Rob specifically, can you please get on all the Helm phones and make sure they subscribe to the pod in, in uh, Apple? Oh, no, I, 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 I trust my wife, so I don't go on her phone. But I, um, I'll ask her to, yeah. <laughs> I would like to, um, now that I we're talking trust about me just, so much, I can get on her phone. So I don't know what you guys have going on. Now that we're just talking about like grabbing people's phones and subscribing them to podcasts, I just want to take a little update to alert our listeners <laughs> to a very disturbing fact I learned today, which was some people did a study about how we trust authority. And in the study, uh, they brought people in, and then they said, oh, before we get started, can you just unlock your phone and give it to me? We need to take it into the other room and do something to it. Look at it. 97% of people did so. Um, Wait, then what was the study on? Why, uh, why were they how, in the room in how, the first place? How people, how people um, consent to searches. That's what they were trying to – it was a psych search. How did they get the people in the room? They say like, "Oh, come, come do this study," and they say, "Before we get started, you know, we just need to uh, look at your phone. Can you unlock it and give it to us? We'll take it to the other room. We'll be right back." Well, I feel like there's a little bit of a bait and switch. Come be a part of our study. The first thing we do is 
we'd like to look through your phone. Maybe the looking through the phone is part of the study. Like, no, it, it was that. That's the point. It was part of the no, study. I, I get that, but it just if you volunteer to be in a study, you're not going to walk in and be like, nope, not going to answer that question. Not going to answer that okay. question. If I volunteer to be part of, if I volunteer, volunteer to be part of study for five dollars or fifty dollars, whatever they're doing, I still wouldn't unlock my phone and give it to some strangers. I don't think. Yeah. 97% of people would. I get your point. So here's another stat. <laughs> when asked what percentage – John left. Uh, when asked what percentage of people uh, consent to police searches of their car, people guessed, oh, maybe about 65% of people do. It was 90% of people consent to searches of their car by the police. So listeners, stop don't, consenting don't know the law to searches. There. People don't know the law. Sometimes you have you you don't have any choice of whether they. No, you always have a choice. No, you don't. Yes, you can always say I do not consent, and they may that's search. That's not a anyway. choice. Yes, that's not a choice. The answer to the question is no. That's the, always the answer, folks. Can I search? No. Doesn't matter who they are, even if it's me. No. Okay. okay. Wow. I can't. That's my life dark, update. Dark direction. We've really gone negative on this pod. So. <laughs> I'd like everybody to hit the reset button for next podcast <laughs> and come back yeah. totally clean slate. This this might not be published. This might be a yeah. Second <laughs> this is one of our worst podcasts ever. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll see what I can do on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> Try and take out John's cavernous voice. <laughs> John, you really just threw in the towel. I I mean I've never seen. I can't believe you did this. What do, what do you want me to do? You just gave just up. Talk normally. You just talk like doesn't matter. If, like Charlie tried. So I, I, I didn't. St- I didn't stop drinking my beer because Charlie said I gulp loudly. I still keep <laughs> drinking my beer because I like beer. You like podcasting? Keep podcasting. <laughs> okay, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> my the, the the way it was phrased was it was distracting to the audio, so I didn't want to mess up any more of the podcast. I, I thought I was doing us a favor, to be honest. No. The, the 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 best people can do mm. is be engaged in the podcast. Well, I mean, then I think it needs to be revisited how this is brought up. Well, uh, listen. The beauty is we have the audio. It's all recorded. It all, yeah. Andrew, what's on your sweatshirt? Are you part of Dorchester Running Club? No, it's the Dot Day Halfway to Dot Day Five K. Oh, t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Well, listen. That day, I'll be splicing this up. I'll be sending feedback to everyone um, what they can do better, <laughs> myself included. Yes, we can all all use some reflection. Yeah, for sure. I, w- I was trying to help the podcast, but you know, we appreciate it. You know what? Crap on that. for that. Yeah, John, we love you. Late night. No one. <laughs> Don't. No one looks forward to a work trip. I get it. So it's not even about that. I mean, I was ready to pod last night, and everyone <laughs> quit. So wait, wait. I was there. Yeah, Charlie was. Yeah. Thank God. All right. Cool. Should we end on that negative note? Good stuff. See you guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.